Hi, I'm Kathy Garber, the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Get ready for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. You are joining us on episode 661 of On Screen and Beyond, the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week on On Screen and Beyond... Kathy Garver of Family Affair, she was sissy on the show, is going to be joining us. And uh, she's going to be honored with a Silver Spur Award this Friday, November 10th in Van Nuys, California. Now, we're going to talk to her about that to get a little Family Affair thrown in. Kathy has been here several times on On Screen and Beyond, and it's always fun having her on the show. So she's going to be joining us in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. So get ready for that. And I want to thank you all for joining us. If you are new, welcome. If you are a listener who's been listening all along, I know we've had some people who have listening since... 2007. I mean, it's just been, you know, one thing after another all these years and all these episodes. And we thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you're going to enjoy this episode of On Screen and Beyond. And if you have a suggestion, always love hearing from you. You can contact me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. You can make suggestions. You can just chat with me, whatever you want. And I love hearing from you. So uh, if you do have a suggestion or a connection with somebody, you can uh, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about getting that person on. And uh, it's just uh, helps us out. Uh, helps me get more ideas of who you would like to hear here at On Screen and Beyond. And uh, like I said, Kathy Garver is going to be joining us. You know, we all know her for her role as Sissy on Family Affair, but uh, she was in so many other things, and she was in a lot of westerns, and that hence is why she's getting a Silver Spur Award. And um, she's going to let us know about that. So uh, stick around for that. And also, if you are uh, on onscreenandbeyond.com, you can go there and you can pick up your very own uh, merchandise of On Screen and Beyond. I am holding right now in my little hand here an On Screen and Beyond podcast, Where the Stars Talk mug. Okay, got it right in my hand, right here. And also, uh, we have t-shirts and uh, jackets and you know all sorts of sweatshirts and the whole works, you know, and more glasses. You know, we have those really nice, I don't know what you call them, Pilsner glasses or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> and they've got the logos on it. Uh, and it's, uh, we don't have just one logo. We have three different logos. We have like the one I'm holding right here. It's the On Screen and Beyond podcast new logo with no background. It's just the uh, the microphone and the On Screen and Beyond podcast and the stars and the, the things on it. Uh, then we also have this version with the blue burst background that you see uh, uh, wherever you're getting your podcasts or at onscreenandbeyond.com. You'll see that logo. And of course, we have the classic On Screen and Beyond logo, which you can get things on. So whichever one you like, you can get them and uh, lots of different things to get. So check it out. Go to onscreenandbeyond.com. 
go to the top of the page. We're going to add it in other places too, but right now I just got it up there as uh, the, a button that says On Screen and Beyond Merchandise. Click on that. It'll take you right to the site. And uh, then there's three choices there that give you whichever logo you want. And then it goes to the next page. And then you can pick if you want clothes or you want hats or you want mugs, uh, drinkware, whatever they want to call it. And that's where you can pick those things up. So there's a lot of different stuff you can get. And uh, it's just just a lot of neat stuff. So as the holidays are coming up, you know, these are fairly in inexpensive gifts that you could get somebody uh, that you or tell somebody that you know uh, that, you know, hey, I'd like this for Christmas, you know, a little stocking stuffer or something. So uh, be sure to pick those up. And uh, now, you know, leave yourself some time because they it takes a, a little bit for them to get them to you and everything. So uh, not that long, but uh, it does uh, comes out fairly quickly. Like I say, I got my mug pretty quick in my T-shirt. Uh, so it's pretty, pretty cool stuff. So uh, check that out. And... We've got a lot of different things coming on. The strike's still going on. I'm hoping that at some point they will turn around and say, hey, it is solved. We have finished it and everything. And uh, it's, you know, hasn't come to that yet, but hopefully it will soon. And then we can get more and more people on here. Because we've had a lot of different people who, uh, you know, want to be on the show, but they say, well, I can't talk about anything. And I don't know why some people can talk about something, some people can't talk about anything other than other things. Except they're acting. So I'm not sure why. <laughs> but uh, maybe some people follow the rules more. We don't know. So uh, anyways, we will continue to bring you more guests here at On Screen and Beyond. I am going to be taking some vacation time. And uh, so uh, next week I do have a guest coming on, I believe. And then I'm going to take, uh, for the holidays, I'll be taking some time off. And then we'll come back with more guests here. And then, of course, then we get into uh, the Christmas season and everything. And, uh, you know, as we get closer to that date, I'll probably take off that time. It, it depends. It depends how, how many people we get on the show and everything. So uh, we will see what happens around this time. It's always uh, slower and tougher to get people on at this time. But we will see what we can do. And one other thing. The Beatles have come out with a new song. Of course, everybody's heard it. It's been going around here for a couple of days here. And uh, it's it's just, uh, you know, you'd never think that, that a Beatles song, a new Beatles song would come out after all these years. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's just incredible. But uh, I want to find out what you think of the new song. What do you think of the new Beatles song? That's what the poll question is on Spotify. So if you're on Spotify, you can uh, take the poll and, uh, you know, go ahead and, and check it off. Whether you, uh, you know, you love the song, like the song, uh, hate the song, whatever. And want to get more people to let us know what they feel about this. You know, it's all over the Internet, all over all the socials and everything else. But uh, we want to see what you think about it. So did you enjoy the new Beatles song? That's the question for the new poll on Spotify, so be sure to check that out. Anyways, it is time for remakes, sequels, and prequels right here on On Screen and Beyond. Remake, sequels, and prequels, Universal and DreamWorks live-action remake of How to Train Your Dragon has been pushed back, or pushed ahead, or whatever you want to say, has been pushed from March 14th, 2025 to June 13th, 2025. Okay, not a big push, but uh, they are moving things back slowly here. And a film based on the novel The Most Beautiful, My Life with Prince, is in the works, telling the story of singer Prince 
and the trailer for The Fall Guy. Originally, it was a TV show starring Lee Majors, who was a past guest here at On Screen and Beyond. Be sure to go back into our rerun section of onscreenandbeyond.com or scroll through all the different places that you get your podcast, whether it's Apple or Spotify or whatever, and you can find that episode with Lee Majors. And he's a great guest. He was a lot of fun to have on. And uh, anyways, uh, the new Fall Guy is not having Lee Majors as the Fall Guy. Uh, It's going to be uh, you know, coming our way with Ryan Gosling starring, and it arrives in theaters on March 1st, 2024. That's it for remakes, sequels, and prequels. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, upcoming new movies. <laughs> upcoming new movies, Jennifer Esposito, Kellen Lutz, and Judd Hirsch will star in The December Cross. You can look for Meg Ryan and David Duchovny to star in a romantic comedy called What Happens Later. Now, Ryan stars, directs, and co-wrote the film. And Daisy Ridley produces and stars in a dark comedy called Sometimes I Think About Dying. And that's it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, movies and TV on DVD and streaming. Movies and TV on DVD and streaming, Magnum P.I., the final season, lands on DVD on January 9th. Special Ops, Lioness Season 1, hits DVD and Blu-ray on January 23rd. February 27th, The Black Mass comes to DVD and Blu-ray. Grease, The Rise of the Pink Ladies, slides on to DVD on November 7th. And Joe Pickett, Season 2, comes to DVD on November 7th. That's it for movies and TV on DVD and streaming. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and entertainment time. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Lee Majors, and you're listening to On Screen and Beyond. TV and Entertainment Time, The Bay will release 18 all-new episodes daily this month and in December. So if you're a fan of that, be sure to check that out. Willie Nelson's 90th birthday celebration celebrates the singer on CBS and Paramount Plus on December 17th. And Superman and Lois will end after the upcoming Season 4 on The CW. And now for some Yellowstone news. Get ready for this because it's really confusing. The final chapter of Yellowstone, which is actually the second half of Season 5 of Yellowstone, 
will won't premiere on Paramount Network until November 2024. Okay, so we're about a year away from the final season. And while we have that news, there's also news that another prequel called 1944, and that's just a working title. It may stick with that. We're not sure. It's been announced. And after the November 24th release of the Paramount, uh, uh, rather the Yellowstone final second season, final chapter, whatever you want to call it, (laughs) in December of 2024, a new sequel will be called 2024, and it'll be coming our way. So they're they're going with uh, all these years, you know. They got uh, what it was 1883 or whatever it was, and uh, 1933, and now they have 1944, and then they're going to come out with 2024. So uh, a lot of things coming your way. Kevin Costner, we don't know what's going on with him. They say he may be in some of the episodes of the final season. We. We just don't know. You know, they'll probably have them on to kill them off. Probably that's that's what I'm guessing. But, anyways, that's it. And finally, actor Peter White, known for his role as Lincoln Tyler on All My Children, has died at the age of 86. And that's it for TV and entertainment time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we're going to sit down with Kathy Gover. Now, Kathy, of course, like I said, is known for her role as Sissy on Family Affair. Grew up right before our eyes on TV, and she was also on a lot of other shows. And she's going to be honored with a Silver Spur Award this Friday, November 10th, in Van Nuys, California. Kathy Garver, coming up next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Our guest today on On Screen and Beyond is known for her role as Sissy on the classic TV show Family Affair, but she also appeared on The Big Valley, Death Valley Days, Daniel Boone, Branded, The Rifleman, and many other popular westerns. This Friday, November 10th, 2023, she will be honored for her work in westerns with a Silver Spur Award. It's Kathy Gover. Kathy, welcome to On Screen and Beyond once again. Well, thank you, Brian. It's always a delight to talk with you. Now, Kathy, first off, congratulations. You haven't got your award yet, but I, I want to you know, congratulate you early for that. Thank you. I know I'm going to be receiving it, so it won't be a surprise, but I'm very happy to be receiving it. Now, we'll talk a little bit about Family Affair because, you know, the, the, the majority of the people remember you for that role, you know, but uh, we've you've been on the show twice before and we've talked about it and they can go listen to those episodes if they want, but we'll touch on it a little bit. But uh, I figured this episode, we could uh, look into your career on Westerns and uh, give them a little twist of different things that you've done. Sounds good to me. Now, first off, let's start off with what is the Silver Spur Award? The Silver Spur Award is an award given by the Real Cowboys, and that's R-E-E-L Cowboys organization. And it was an organization put together for people that appeared in Westerns in the movies, on television, Western stunt uh, people, 
uh, people that produced Westerns, people that like cowboys. Mm -hmm. And so it's like 60% of the world, they say, love cowboys and Westerns and Western movies. And there's a kind of cowboy spirit, I think, that exists. And we need a little bit more. We need to fill up that other 40% with some of the cowboy code and some of the things they stand for. Mm. The silver, um, the silver spur uh, happened after the golden boot. They used to give the golden boot award. And this was to people who had appeared in Westerns or had distinguished themselves in some way. And then the Silver Spur Award came along, and it's named that because of a happening in the Old West when the pioneers were moving out west, and they were surrounded a lot of times by Indians, and they had to ward off and to survive, and they would make their, their wagons and circle the wagons. And so they were in one of those locations and a couple of the the cowboys went off, you know, to kind of see what the territory was, and they didn't come back. And then about two days later, a little boy, about seven years old, came into their encampment. He was very afraid, but he had in his hand a silver spur, and he wanted to give it as a memorial uh, and he didn't know that word, of course, at that time, but as a memory to the to the people there of their lost one. And so the silver word award evolved. And but that's how it got its beginning and its genesis. And it's given to people who show courage and care and trust in their fellow human being. So I guess that I do care very much and I am concerned and I, some, most times I trust people, but I, I still have my antenna um, out if, if, if there's environments skulking around. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's, that's quite a story. Wow. That's, that's very yeah. interesting. Gee. And uh, Now, the event is going on in Van Nuys, California, correct? Right. Yep. And it is their 23rd annual uh, Silver Spur Awards, I understand. Correct. Yes. We've, they have honored all kinds of wonderful people. And this particular one is also honoring the Gary Sinise Foundation, which is interesting because it's uh, happening the day before Veterans Day. Yes. And a lot of people are taking Friday off instead of, you know, Monday. And so they kind of intertwine as far as I'm concerned, because vets are certainly cowboys at heart and they, they embrace the cowboy code and the cowboy spirit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, we've had, uh, I've had Gary on the Gary Sinise on the show here at On Screen and Beyond and in the past. And he talked about uh, his, his work for the uh, Gary Sinise Foundation for Veterans. And uh, it's, he, he really, really does a lot for them. Oh, yes, for sure. I mean, he, he's their leader in, in many, many ways. Yeah, such a, such a nice guy. And uh, now, is Gary going to be there? Do you know? Um, we're hoping to. He's, ho he's hoping to come. But there are so many things, as you say, that he is doing. So we're still uh, having our fingers crossed. But there are other recipients of the Silver Spur mm -hmm. Awards, and uh, Rosie Greer is going to be there. And we each have our own presenters, so Rosie Greer, you know, besides being a wonderful football player and, and politico, was also in Daniel Boone. 
So his presenter is going to be Darby Hinton, who is a friend of mine, and he played Israel yes. Boone on, on that show. So uh, Darby's going to present it to Rosie, and my presenter is my, my good friend Christopher Knight from The Brady Bunch. Oh. He's always been kind yes. of that wild cowboy at heart, <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneur. So he's going to present mine to me. And Monty Markham uh, is going to be another honoree, and Burton Gilliam and Jason Rodriguez. And then there are also a couple other awards being given to for a life achievement to like Hank Garrett and Paul Peterson and, and Gary Sinise, mm-hmm. Steve Connors, who is the... Um, brother of uh chuck connor chuck, yeah yeah and billy zane so it's going to be a, a wonderful affair wow it, i mean that's that's quite a lineup of people that are going to be there that's inc- that's incredible right so and those are just the honorees so there'll be other celebrities in the audience and friends and family and of course cowboys and cowgirls yeah <laughs> So I noticed from looking at the website, uh, some of the past pictures, people go dressed up in, in their cowboy in, you know, cowboy garb, right? They do. They do. You, it's primarily semi-formal, but most of the, the fellows are wearing cowboy hats. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm actually going to wear black velvet pants because it's uh, getting into the holiday season with my boots and uh, one of those three-quarter co- coats. But uh, black velvet and gold sparkles. Oh. <laughs> I'm not quite a rhinestone cowboy, but <laughs> or cowgirl, but a, a gold cowgirl. Yeah! Wow! It sounds like it's going to be a great time. Yeah, dinner and uh, entertainment and uh, people at the mic. You know, just saying that we're we're happy to be free and alive in America. Mm-hmm. And especially in all this chaos that's going on around us yeah. to have something that's solid and, and that really endures. Yeah. Jeez. And, and it, it's just funny because, it, it, you know, you've been on the show before. Paul Peterson has been on the show. Hank Garrett's been on the show. Gary Sinise has been on, on the show. It's just that, you know, a lot of people who have been on the show have, are actually going to be there. That's it. That's great. Well, come on out, Brian. <laughs> I just might. I, I'm still trying to see yeah. what I can do here. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Now, uh, Kathy, like I say, everybody knows you as Sissy. I mean, that is something that will always be in everybody's heart. I mean, you know, you're such a, a part of that show, and that show is part of everybody that, that you know, was watching it back then. But, you you know, you did other things. Uh, now, you I don't think you've gotten an award for medical shows, but you did do a lot of medical shows, so I'm waiting for that one So <laughs> at some point. Yes, I, yes, I have. But, I did medical shows and, yeah, and comedies Kim. and dramas. And yeah. I've gotten... Uh, I've gotten awards for my uh, some of the 80 audiobooks that that I have recorded. I've gotten four audio awards for those. Wow. And I've gotten three life achievement awards. And my son, my my dear son, he says, "Mom, you can't get a life achievement award. You're not dead yet." <laughs> oh, thank you, Reed. Thank you so much in trying to hurry up my demise. But <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, but westerns—that was a thing that you did a, a fair amount of, and uh, I, I want to delve into those and, and see what uh, mm-hmm. you remember from those and what you did and everything. I worked with some really wonderful people. I worked with uh, Chuck Connors on well on the Rifleman, and then also mm-hmm. on his the sequel that he did, which was Branded. Branded, yes. And 
Yeah, so I played uh, the sheriff's daughter on that. One of the first ones I did when I was a little girl, I had the French accent, and I played the my, the, the little girl, uh, Bouvier, and I was just like nine, but my sister, who is this phenom and spoke like nine languages, and she was 11 years older than, than me, and she still is. She just had, was having her birthday. <laughs> I can always tell how old I am because I add, or how old she is, I add 11 years to... Uh, <laughs> her age yeah but uh she 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 knew french and that was one of the languages and so she kind of uh helped me along in my accent when i played this this little girl simon de bouvier in the uh, legend of jim bowie so that's they're they're showing like clips of people and the westerns that they've done so it's really amazing to see yourself as like eight years old ten nine years old Mm -hmm. speaking speaking in this wonderful flawless dialect to Jim Bowie. It's a you know kind of a surreal experience. Is that a red pill or a blue pill? <laughs> was it hard to to make you know your your voice sound like an accent from France? Well, you know, when you're a child, it's actually easier to learn languages, especially when you're a really small child, uh, because the brain is is welcoming all the kinds of different languages that there are. And so then you just model what you hear in your house and you learn to to speak the language. That's one of the parts of it. Um, I, I do have a degree in speech from UCLA. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not just, you know, putting that out there. That's that's supposedly still a fact here. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for for children to to take on dialects or, or do different voices so, and that was like when I was in the Ten Commandments, one of the first Westerns, we pioneers were getting out of Dodge at, <laughs> at the, at the once along that time. Yeah. And, and as a child, you remember senses and smells and what you hear, what you taste and touch, all, all your senses are very much alive at that point. So I remember, you know, the, the feel of my, the taffeta dress I wore. For instance, like in in Jim Bowie, and the smell of the horses, and you know d- different things like that, and and I look at pictures also. I says, "Oh yeah, I do remember that." It's a little jogger of the the memory, mm-hmm. but it was wonderful. I I love horses. I really like horses, and uh, I would ride them uh, at Griffith Park in Los Angeles, or when my parents and I. And my agent, Hazel McMillan, we would go to, uh, to Palm Desert and Palm Springs. We'd rent horses and, and ride them along the, the, the wadi there. And uh, also in Mexico, El Diablo riding along the beach. And so it, uh, so I did, yeah, so I did Jim Bowie and I did Branded and I did Death Valley Days like three times. Actually, the episode I did of Death Valley with June Lockhart, they used uh, to see if I, you know, had the dramatic uh, tenants to play Sissy on Family Affair. And also, when I did the role, I was like 18 years old for um, Death Valley Days, playing a 12-year-old, Isadora Duncan. So... They thought, well, if she's, you know, and I, I uh, told, they saw this. And so they thought that, well, if she could play a 12-year-old, she could play a 15-year-old. And uh, it's because I'm, I'm like five foot one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, 
I'm not very big, and I still am five foot one, even though I'm now I'm I'm older, and shrinking. No, I'm not shrinking. I do actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I did two of those, and then Big Valley, which was just great, that I did with uh, Harold Gould. And was in that, and Harold Gould was was also in Branded. He was always playing the the bad guy to to my innocence, mm-hmm. but he was the the bad guy along with Sajid Khan. And uh, Big Valley was shooting right next to us where we were doing Family Affair, and so I just kind of walked on over to uh, the next stage and there I was on big valley set from from family affair <laughs> hmm. now that's the that is the magic of Hollywood right there going from a uh, I don't know if it was a New York apartment that you were in on uh, family affair but you're in a fancy apartment and then you go next door and you're out in the the middle of the old west you know in a log cabin <laughs> Right. Although their their gigs were, were pretty opulent. Mm-hmm. So I did go from that lovely New York penthouse and into the the uh, Barclay home, which was this beautiful mansion. But then we we went on location. <laughs> I'm running, running through and, and uh, having a mud fight and, and shooting a gun at this guy that's after us. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot of drama in, in those Westerns sometimes. Oh, yeah. Hello, I'm Christopher Knight, and I'm on On Screen and Beyond. Were, were you a big fan of any of those particular shows that you were on, the Westerns? Oh, I liked, I, yes, I loved Death Valley Days, and I liked the narration and the whole story that they told. I liked that they had the wagon uh, train going through each, you know, at the beginning of each episode. Mm-hmm. It's like that, that comforting thing that shows have and that you look forward once you start hearing the first strains of the music like even in family of their okay you know what the show is and then when they would have those 20 mule oxen coming through it just says oh okay i know what i'm i'm getting in for and i like it i've seen it before and this is going to be good so yeah i i liked uh i liked those uh the beginnings and i, I yeah i i like Death Valley Days in Big Valley I watched, and there was a show called Sheriff of Cochise. That was one of my first Westerns, and that was one of my first jobs, and I played a little Indian girl. Now, they would look upon down upon that today. Right. But, you know, no, we have to have a real Indian playing an Indian, but there weren't that many Indians like 60 years ago or more um, that were in the business. Right. And so I had very dark hair, dark eyes, and high cheekbones. And, you know, I, I played Indians before. I, I played one in uh, Travels of Jamie McPheeter, which was another kind of Western. And that was with Kurt um, Russell. And uh, I played a little Indian maiden trying to get his attention. But he was 12, and didn't, and I was 14, so he had no interest in me. But... Mm. <laughs> But I played, yeah, but I played another Indian in that one. Yeah. Now, it's funny you mentioned that you were 18 and you played a 12-year-old or whatever the age was that you you had said. Uh, And I just had, uh, a while ago, I had Mimi Gibson on, who did a lot of shows and movies and things back uh, back before this time, which you're, you're talking about. And she was saying that, as a as a young girl or young boy, even uh, your career 
generally was good until about 10 years old, 11 years old. But then the studios would turn around and not hire those people anymore until they were like 18 because the 18-year-olds could play the 14-year-olds or, you know, the younger kids, and they didn't have to have the schooling and everything, all all the rules they had. So it's inter- interesting to hear you say the same thing, basically, that, you, you know, only you were in reverse. You were 18 playing a 14-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. And Mimi was a really a good friend of mine. And and uh, we we still you know talk occasionally. We were both in the Ten Commandments together. Yes. We both had the same agent, and I think maybe that was part of it. When I, I that was one of the first things I did was the Ten Commandments, and I had Hazel McMillan as my agent, and Mimi was already on the Ten Commandments, and so my agent sent me on for an interview for for just an extra, which I got, and then that changed into a whole big thing when Cecil B. DeMille wrote you know, these parts for me, but I, I started, that was starting in, in my career, but I went up all the way. I never really stopped acting and, uh, they did like to hire someone that was older that could play younger Mm -hmm. because that was easier for them to do it, especially like a six-year-old. They would much rather have an eight-year-old that could read and, and could be on the set longer right yeah. and that's the way it was for like night of the hunter which was my very first movie and they had hired sally jane bruce and she was just six years old and i had been a meddling kitty and i had been singing and dancing since the age of three and i also had two big brothers to fight off so <laughs> and russell on the floor so i was much more athletic and had a lot more prowess and could do more things you know, then, mm-hmm. and most an eight year old can't over, over a six year old. So I was her double all through the movie. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that's why they sometimes like to hire someone that's older. But once you get to be like 15, you know, mm-hmm. then they always will take an eight, you know, 18 over a 15 year old yeah. or 16 year old. Yeah. Uh, because then they can work just as an adult and have, you know, much, much more time on set and they don't have to go to school for three hours. Yeah. Like the, the, the children under 18 would, would have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with all the shows, the Westerns that, that you were on, are there any particular memories that you have for any of them? Uh, you know, like a blooper or something that you saw happen that was a blooper or anything like that? Any of those fun things that you remember at all? Or did everything go fine? <laughs> Well, I mean, I really didn't like slipping in the mud well, you know, yeah. and, and, and fighting with Sajid Khan in in in, uh, in in Big Valley. And I'll tell you, I, just about two years ago, I was selected to be the spokesperson for uh, Silverwood Theme Park, which is in uh, Idaho. And I was uh, to be called Silver Wanda. Now, they wanted... This, this older rodeo lady, and it was just at the end of COVID, and I did a Zoom, and so a, a Zoom audition, and I used like a uh, ottoman as my horse for the audition. So I sent that to them, and uh, so I got the job. And so they said, I asked them, I said, well, I'm not going to have to ride a real horse, am I? I said, oh, well, yes, of course, you're Silver Wanda. I said, oh, <laughs> And I had like about five spots to do. I had not ridden a horse in like five years. 
Now, they say it's like getting back on a bicycle, but I wasn't quite <laughs> sure of that. And I live in an equestrian that started out as an equestrian center where I live in California and there are horses around. I called them. I said, I need some lessons. I says, oh, all right. I said, now, uh, do you uh, teach Western? Oh, no, we only do dressage. <laughs> I said, oh, where am I living? But they suggested this place called uh, Silver. Uh, another name with Silver in it near me in Agoura Hills. So I took a couple lessons. I said, okay, I think I can do this. So I get to the set in Idaho. I meet Cinnamon, the horse. I said, okay, this is a nice horse. The horse had never been on camera. The horse was much more nervous than I could possibly be if going to ride this, this sweet horse. And so I, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm whispering to this, it's going to be okay, Cinnamon. Everything's fine. Yes, good Cinnamon. You're a nice horse. I became the horse whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I changed into the horse whisperer, and we get along fine, and I rode the horse, and, and it was a happy ending. Yeah, that's great. Jeez. I know we said I said I would ask you some questions about uh, the family affair, uh, but I don't want to go too much into that, But because uh, people can, like you say, listen to the two other episodes we did where we talked extensively about the show. But uh, just to give them a little taste and everything, um, going back to the time you were on Family Affair, uh, was there anything there that, uh, that brings back memories, fond memories or, or funny memories or anything of the, of the show? We were all a pretty, you know, good group of people. We uh, got along very well. And there weren't a lot of pranks or anything on, done on the set because it was... I mean, they had two kids, and it was very uh, G-rated and a lovely show that now, you know, anybody can watch still. One of the first shows that China ever got into their country because it was, you know, not violent. People aren't yelling at each other. They aren't swearing at each other. They aren't shooting or, or hitting each other. But we embrace more of a universal theme of love, which was nice, except for John Gaudioso, one time, um, I'm supposed to go under the, reach under the bed to to get Uncle Bill's slippers when he had a cold. So I, oh, I get the slippers and I pull and they, and, and we're shooting. I pull, I can't get these slippers. What are they getting caught? I'm trying to pull these slippers. What's happening? I pull these slippers. Well, John, our prop person, associate director, had them nailed down. Oh, so that was his idea of a big joke. That's a big joke on Family Affairs. I, <laughs> I must tell you, I've been very busy, and I had two premieres uh, come out this year of uh, Yellow Bird that yes. won like five uh, film festivals, big film festivals, and uh, was immediately picked up by Amazon, and it's on like four or five other streaming platforms, so your audience can just go to like Amazon Prime and put in Yellow Bird, mm -hmm. and then they can see the movie. And uh, there are some other uh, places that they can see it. And that premiere is followed by another premiere of a movie I did called Old Man Jackson. And Butch Patrick is in it, who was in The Munsters, yes. who was always fun. And uh, that one just won a, a film festival, and it will be distributed. And then I did a wonderful movie, very heartfelt movie, called The Empty Church, a drama about um, a true story 
about a man and actually my friend, producer, writer, director, who had lost his son to suicide. Oh. And he just doesn't understand why. Why why did this happen? So he goes back to kind of find the answers. And it's really a, a wonderful, wonderful little piece and, and movie that will probably come out next year. Oh. I'm just about to do a movie in Australia, oh, which wow. is interesting, and that will be in March. And that's that will be a big and a nice movie. I'm helping to produce that. And I sold, um, helped sell a show called Backroads Bars. <laughs> and that's going to be on the Revan Network. Revan is, I don't know if you know this network, it's under Lucan. And they have Retro TV where I sold Idle Chat. Uh, TV show, mm-hmm. and this one is Backroads Bar. It's another one of their channels, and it's called uh, Revan because it has everything to do with cars. Yep, you know, iron horses, those things like trains and, <laughs> and cars and planes and trains and cars. Oh my! <laughs> um, but Backroads Cars, Backroads Bars, and cars. So there are uh, eight episodes there, and then we're going to do new episodes. And uh, for Christmas, I have a show that I do called A Christmas Memory. And it's a staged reading of A Christmas Memory, which is a short story by Truman Capote. So I'm going to be doing that in Palm Springs on November 30th. And that also uh, is a fundraiser for the Down Syndrome Film Festival in Palm Springs for next year. And then I'm doing it at the Burbank Museum, which is one of the best museums. It's one of the largest museums in the United States. And you would, and when I first went into it, because it's like a little house, and I said, oh, this is a little house. Then it opens up to like 2,400 square feet of just wonderfulness with great big, uh, with cars, classic cars, classic fire engines, and the entertainment business. Wow. Then I'm also doing it at the Hollywood Heritage Museum. And full circle, that Hollywood Heritage Museum is Cecil B. DeMille's uh, uh, office, and they call it the barn because he started on the barn, in this barn, with all of the wonderful movies that Cecil B. DeMille did, Ten Commandments, Spartacus, and El Cid, and all the fabulous things. They picked it up, and they put it in a different location right across from the Hollywood Bowl. So I'm going to be doing a Christmas memory there on December 10th and then do a whole meet and greet and tell some very interesting stories about Ten Commandments. So I started with the Ten Commandments and started with this interview about that. And there we are ending up with <laughs> the Ten Commandments of the Hollywood Heritage <laughs> on December the 10th. Well, Kathy, it, it, you're always busy, it seems like. Do, do you ever rest? <laughs> I do. Yes, I do. I mean, you are so my busy. Husband, my, and I have a new book that's coming out called Romancing with the Stars. Oh. And that will be out in hopefully in the spring of 24, but if not September. I'm doing that with my friend Doug Hartline. But my husband, my sweet husband, uh, has uh, 42 years, has a glass of Chardonnay that he lives on, leaves on the entry table at 5 o'clock. Nice, nice little chill. I have a, a little sip of that. I make dinner, and then it's adios for eight hours. Relief <laughs> <laughs> like the proverbial baby. Wow. Well, Kathy, I want to finish up with one final question. Uh, but before I do that, I wanted to ask you, uh, I, I enjoy your newsletter that I get every every 
couple of weeks, month, or whatever it is that you, that you send it out. I always enjoy seeing it. Where can people keep in touch with you and get into that list if they want to get on your mailing list for your newsletter? Good question. Yes, my um, they can get the newsletter at my website, kathygarver.com. My, my friends Fred Asher and Manny Kabahunga do the best job on that newsletter. I give them the fodder, and then they take it to unknown heights with wonderful uh, pictures and everything and well-written. So they can get it there. They can also go to my Facebook, and I, I put it up on my Facebook, which is Kathy Garver. And then the Kathy Garver fan page, which is better. And my Instagram is at KG Sissy. All right. Now, final question. What are you watching on TV now? What's your favorite movies and TV shows now and of the past? I primarily watch NCIS and uh, I love ghosts. And uh, that's my new one, ghosts. And I like, um, so help me, Todd. Mm-hmm. That reminds me so much of my son Reed. So I like so help me Todd and Ghosts. And for the past ones, although they're still playing, it's NCIS and I like Hawaii Five O. I just think that it's it's so beautiful. It's so well done. The stories are good. The people are good. I don't. I mean, I hate to admit this, but I really don't know how to stream very well. And so you just get into a rut, and my husband and I, we like the same thing, but if he starts to get into something that's a little bit more, you know, gutsy or violent, mm-hmm. like like Chicago PD. I love Chicago Fire, but Chicago PD is a little over the edge for, for, for Sweet City. <laughs> so, <laughs> I want to go see my ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you, do you, are you watching the U.S. version of Ghosts or the U.K. version of Ghosts? U.S. U.S., yeah. Yeah, 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 I enjoy that show. That is a good show. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very interesting, yeah. and I think it's it's well cast and it's humorous and it's got heart. All of my shows, now that I say them and list them like that, they all they all have heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter what the the the. This, the crime might be or the mystery might be or or how so, uh, something might go there's the element of you know when you look at someone finally and you say oh i understand now mm-hmm. oh i see yeah and th- those precious moments and that means a lot to me and and hopefully that will come about and mean a lot to people in the world yeah 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 well ghost it, it with ghosts it's it's modern but it mm-hmm. harkens back to me, anyways, back to the days of Beverly Hillbillies, and not not that they they imitate those shows in any way, but you know they just they're those fun shows that you used to watch, you know. And each character is so well defined. That's what. And when you say it harks back to like different characters, so there's a real Indian, and there's the you know the saloon singer, mm-hmm. and there is uh, the the hippies girl yep. and, I, and I love Thor the, the Viking, the Viking. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> death is you know death is from eons ago from, and, and, and the guy with no pants right. <laughs> the guy with no pants <laughs> so and, and the, the lady in the taffeta you know so yeah. the, it's a wonderful ensemble group it really is yeah yeah well, Kathy, I cannot thank you enough for joining us and letting us know about your Silver Spur Award. I, I congratulate you on that. And if people get a chance, they should go go to it and see it. Uh, uh, it's just uh, you know something that's uh, going to be a lot of fun, and uh, you deserve it. Thank you very much for joining us. 
Thank you. Appreciate it. There she is once again, Kathy Garver, joining us here on On Screen and Beyond. And we want to congratulate her on getting uh, her Silver Spur Award this Friday, November 10th, in Van Nuys, California. And uh, she was on a lot of different shows uh, of Westerns. But we always remember her as Sissy on Family Affair. But, you know, she's a very talented actress. And she's been in so many different movies and TV shows and everything else. It's always good to hear from her, Kathy, joining us here once again on On Screen and Beyond. So, thank you for that, Kathy. And uh, we've got a lot of different things going to be coming our way here at On Screen and Beyond. We have, after the new year, uh, we've got some special things coming your way, so I hope you'll keep listening. We'll give you more information on that coming up in a little bit. And if you get a chance, be sure to check out our merchandise that we have, the On Screen and Beyond podcast merchandise the mug that I said I'm holding in front of me right now, it's a On Screen and Beyond podcast, Where the Stars Talk. That's what it says on it. And a neat little mug, and drink your coffee in it or whatever else you want in there. And you can also find all kinds of other things, hats, T-shirts, sweatshirts, the whole works, uh, more glassware and everything. And I hope you'll check that out at onscreenandbeyond.com. So that's it. That's a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. So until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care. (laughs) 